God bless you, great woman, and happy Sunday. I trust the Lord you're doing well. I tried getting to you, but since you texted you were at work and you have not gotten back to me, I just assumed that you're really very busy. But I'd like to share this briefly with you. It a word that I have for you. And I know it's going to help you as you listen to this. Please listen to it keenly and listen to it over and over and over again. I did it specifically for you. Okay? It is titled Dealing with the Pressures of Life. Dealing with the Pressures of Life. I may eventually share with other people. But the priority is you. While I was praying for you, I had this great in the great impression in my spirit to do this to bless your life with it bible says in ruth chapter one that now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of bethlehem judah went to sojourn in the country the country of moab he and his wife and his two sons first number two says and the name of the man was elimelech and the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons were Mahon and Shilon, Shilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. In verse number three, Bible says, And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left and her two sons. Now, Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse number 14, As many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I'd like you to understand that the Holy Spirit is the manifest, express demonstrator of the Godhead. is the embodiment of the demonstration and the fullness of the Godhead. And pressures of life have a voice. Pressures have a voice. Most times, pressures will speak to us in the language that we best understand. Elimelech, in what I just read now in Ruth chapter 1, excuse me, it's a type of a Christian, a believer, who goes to the world for solutions, but not led by the Holy Spirit. This is a man who left the land of God, Bethlehem, Judah, the chosen tribe, the tribe of praise, Judah stands for praise, the kingly tribe, and went down to Moab, the unbelieving nation, because he heard there was grain in Moab. He was running away from Femite. Many other people stayed back, but he left. And that is where he died and left his wife, a widow, and two sons. And eventually, if you read the story continuously, you discovered that he lost almost the whole of his family. Only the wife was left after he had died. Now, I'd like you to understand that the devil speaks to men through the pressures of their lives. And sometimes, stagnation can become a pressure upon a man's life. Now, waiting on God is not a proof of failure. <clears throat> it's a proof of maturity. Please pardon my voice. I caught cold. Waiting on God is not a proof of failure. It's a proof of maturity. And there are boundary lines with God that one cannot cross. Because if one does, he or she will not end well. God keeps some boundary lines in every man's life to make sure that he himself leads the man or leads the woman.
Life is full of pressures and the pressures of life will subject us to diversities of opinions and popular opinions from men, suggestions from our inner spirit and our unsatisfied or our insatisfaction in the things that God has done may push us to do other things. Now in Genesis chapter 16, Bible says in verse 1, and Sarai, Abraham's wife, bore him no children. And she had him handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abraham, Behold now, the Lord had restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Bible says that and Sarai, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian after Abraham, had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan and gave her to her husband Abraham to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her own eyes. Hmm. <clears throat> oh God. Now, look at this. I'd like you to understand that Every man's anger must be channeled to fasting and prayers and not to substituting God because God does not like to be substituted. And channel your fastings and prayers to God and you'll be surprised at the miracles God will bring out of your prayers, out of your pressures. There are miracles hidden in every pressure of our lives. I go through pressures every now and then. I go through a lot of pressures. Pressures on the people around me. Pressures on what I'm facing. Pressures on the expectations of men upon my life. And all of that, I have to turn to God for strength. The Bible says in Proverbs 24 verse 10, If you faint in the days of adversity, then your strength is small. I want to encourage you. Let your strength not be small. Stand the test of time. Stand the test of time. At the end of it, you will have a crown. You will be so shocked the miracles that came out of the pressures you're going through. When God wants to help a man, he will weaken you first. And some people are too strong to be helped by God. Please, I beg you, daughter, don't be too strong to be helped by God. Surrender is all to him. As I'm here praying for you and believing God strongly for a transformation, I want you to key into that belief and strength. Now, your salvation is bigger than your experiences. Do not use your experiences to define God. Do not use them to quantify the love of God. Because those pressures, they have a price. And just pay the price. You may not have all the answers to your situations. But at least Jesus is the answer. Leave it at that level. Leave it at that level. Jesus is the answer. And I'd like you to understand that pressures can be so intense that you may get to the point of leaving your Christian convictions and manifest Satan or the devil's suggestions. But in the end, men always come back and say, what have I, what have I been doing like this? Why was I wasting my life? What was happening to me? I'm praying that you not get to that point because first you are a selected one of God, selected by God.
And every man selected by God has a lot of pressures, a lot to deal with, a lot to deal with. You know, some that will tell you some of the pressures I go through. And you'll be so shocked you listen to me talk to you like this. Meanwhile, God is transforming a lot of things. I give him time and I look up to him. Pressures produced Ishmael. Ishmael was never in God's agenda. In Genesis chapter 16, where I just read from verse 1 to 4, Ishmael came as a product of pressures on the on, on life of Sarai. Pressures can be so horrible, but the miracle it would be so wonderful. Just wait on God. Please listen to me. Wait on God. There are a few observations I'd like you to know. Number one is that when you wait on God, your life may look like it's stagnant, but things are changing on the background. Wait on God. There is a process for every one of us, and that process includes pressures. So you are actually going through your own process now. In Matthew chapter 4, verse number 3, Bible says, After Jesus has fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights without food, the devil came and spoke to him and said, Turn these stones to bread if you be the Son of God. He had that ability, but he refused. True maturity and trust in the Lord is manifested in our ability to refuse to turn our stones to bread at the command of the devil. Pay your own price. Pay your own price. In Philippians chapter 2, verse number 7 to 9, Bible says Jesus had the nature of God, but he found it not robbery to equal himself with God. Humbled himself to the cross, and so God highly exalted him and has given him a name above every other name that at the mention of that name, every knee bows and every tongue confesses. Of the things that are in heaven, on the earth, or in the waters beneath the earth. To the glory of God the Father. Your life is to glorify God. You are a steward of your life. God is the honor. Don't love your life more than God does. I don't think you love you more than God does. I know how much God loves you. I know. Sometimes, deny the pressures of popular opinions. And stand for God. It doesn't matter how long you're standing for God. Just stand for Him. There is a timing and He will get you there. In Jesus' name. I'd like you to know that pressure is the fiery furnace in which God purges Christian character. God takes out our Christian character from the place of pressure. Like I spoke in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. The Bible says, if we faint in the days of adversity, that our strength is small. God increases our strength when we go through diverse adversities. What are some of the types of pressures that most people go through? In Genesis 19 verse 9, we have what we call the pressures of popular opinions. Popular opinions. Refuse popular opinions and stand for God. Bible says in verse 9, and said, and they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will, he will needs be a judge. Now will we, de will we deal worse with thee than with them? And the press saw upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Talking about when the angels went to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy it. Refuse popular opinions. The pressures of life 
include the pressures of popular opinion. The second type of pressures that every one of us goes through, which I know you're going through also, is the pressure of time and uncomfortable circumstances. The pressure of time and circumstances that do not look comfortable to us at all. You know, time brings it on its wings, its own miracles, its own pressures, its own pains. But I'd like you to understand that the pressure of time and uncomfortable situations can make us manifest things that we did not intend to. Bible says in Acts chapter 27 verse 9, that now when much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them, learn to admonish yourself. In 2 Samuel chapter 30, verse number 6, the Bible says, And David encouraged himself in the Lord. Learn to encourage yourself. Speak encouraging words to yourself. And you'll be so amazed what God will do. In the name of Jesus. We have sexual pressures, we have marital pressures, we have pressures of success, we have the pressures of human recognition, we have the pressures of infirmities. Sometimes until the pressures of life have pushed your back to the ground, there are dimensions of God that can remain unrevealed to you. I believe that everything that is happening is because God has something he has to manifest. And I'm so strongly standing behind you. This 15-minute record I'm doing is because I believe that it's a message for you this Sunday. And I know after listening to it, you can be free to ask me any question and I'll be available to talk with you. Listen to me. I have decided that I will see to the last drop of my blood what God has in store with you. And I'm standing by you in prayer. I'm standing by you in the name of Jesus. You are not alone. You're never alone. I tell you this and tell you often, you are not alone. Now, how do we deal with pressures? Number one, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 3. Rely on the Holy Spirit. When the pain surface, rely on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Be drunk with Him. Be drunk with the Holy Ghost. Be drunk with Him. Rely on his leading. He is my greatest secret. Rely on him. Sometimes when I come back home and the pressures are there, I just talk to him as a precious Holy Spirit. You know, I did not create this body, you know. I I I did not. I did not. You know how I was conceived and you know all of this. Please help me. Help me. Help me. Sometimes tears will come down. Help me. God only helps men that are weak and broken by him. The second way to deal with it is to look up to Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2, Bible says, Looking unto Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Everybody has a cross. Despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Don't faint. I pray that God will give you grace. You won't faint in the name of Jesus. You shall come out like a refiner's iron, so refined. And nobody will believe that God has been working the process with you all this while. In the name of Jesus. Verse 4 says, You have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. And you have forgotten 
and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. He said, My son, despise not that the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chastised, chastised it, or he chastened, he chastened, and scourged every son whom he received. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chastened not? Mm. Oh God. I'm, I'm not saying that all of this going through, you're going through is from the Lord. What I'm saying is that the Lord is with you. And he will take you through. I'm praying for you. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Jesus loves you. I love you. And I want you to know God loves you more. And God cares about you. And God wants the best from you. Oh God. Be strong. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you great woman and happy Sunday. I trust the Lord you are doing well. I tried getting to you. But since you texted, you were at work and you have not gotten back to me, I just assumed that you are really very busy. But I'd like to share this briefly with you. It's a word that I have for you. And I know it's going to help you as you listen to this. Please listen to it keenly and listen to it over and over and over again. I did it specifically for you. Okay, it is titled Dealing with the Pressures of Life. Dealing with the Pressures of Life. I may eventually share with other people. But the priority issue, while I was praying for you, I had this great great impression in my spirit to do this to bless your life with it. Bible says in Ruth chapter 1 that now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country, the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons, verse number 2 says, And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons were Mahon and Shilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab, and continued there in verse number three Bible says and Elimelech Naomi's husband died and she was left and her two sons now Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse number 14 as many as led by the Spirit of God they are the sons of God I like you to understand that the Holy Spirit is the manifest express demonstrator of the Godhead is the embodiment of the demonstration and the fullness of the Godhead and pressures of life have a voice. Pressures have a voice. Most times, pressures will speak to us in the language that we best understand. Elimelech, in what I just read now in Ruth chapter 1, <clears throat> excuse me, is a type of a Christian, a believer, who goes to the world for solutions, but not led by the Holy Spirit. This is a man who left the land of God. Bethlehem Judah the chosen tribe the tribe of praise Judah stands for praise the kingly tribe and went down to Moab the unbelieving nation because he heard there was grain in Moab 
He was running away from Femite. Many other people stayed back, but he left. And that is where he died and left his wife, a widow, and two sons. And eventually, if you read the story continuously, you discover that he lost almost the whole of his family. Only the wife was left after he had died. I'd like you to understand that the devil speaks to men through the pressures of their lives. And sometimes stagnation can become a pressure upon a man's life. Now, waiting on God is not a proof of failure. It's a proof of maturity. Please pardon my voice. I caught cold. Waiting on God is not a proof of failure. It's a proof of maturity. And there are boundary lines with God that one cannot cross. Because if one does, he or she will not end well. God keeps some boundary lines in every man's life to make sure that he himself leads the man or leads the woman. Life is full of pressures and the pressures of life will subject us to diversities of opinions and popular opinions from men suggestions from our inner spirit and our unsatisfied or our insatisfaction in the things that god has done may push us to do other things now in genesis chapter 16 bible says in verse 1 and sarai abraham's wife bore him no children and she had him handmaid an egyptian whose name was hagar and sarai said unto abraham behold now the lord had restrained me from bearing I pray thee, go in unto my maid, it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Bible says that and Sarai, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian after Abraham, had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abraham to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her own eyes. Hmm. <clears throat> oh God. Now, look at this. I'd like you to understand that every man's anger must be channeled to fasting and prayers. And not to substituting God. Because God does not like to be substituted. And channel your fastings and prayers to God. And you'll be surprised at the miracles God will bring out of your prayers. Out of your pressures. There are miracles hidden in every pressure of our lives. I go through pressures every now and then. I go through a lot of pressures. Pressures from the people around me. Pressures on what I'm facing. Pressures on the expectations of men upon my life. And all of that, I have to turn to God for strength. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, verse 10, If you faint in the days of adversity, then your strength is small. I want to encourage you. Let your strength not be small. Stand the test of time. Stand the test of time. At the end of it, you will have a crown. You will be so shocked the miracles that came out of the pressures you are going through. When God wants to help a man, he will weaken you first. And some people are too strong to be helped by God. Please, I beg you, daughter, don't be too strong to be helped by God. Surrender is all to him.
As I'm here praying for you and believing God strongly for a transformation, I want you to key into that belief and strength. Now, your salvation is bigger than your experiences. Do not use your experiences to define God. Do not use them to quantify the love of God because those pressures, they have a price and just pay the price. You may not have all the answers to your situations, but at least Jesus is the answer. Leave it at that level. Leave it at that level. Jesus is the answer. And I'd like you to understand that pressures can be so intense that you may get to the point of leaving your Christian convictions and manifest Satan or the devil's suggestions. But in the end, men always come back and say, what have, I, what have I been doing like this? Why was I wasting my life? What was happening to me? I'm praying that you not get to that point because first you are a selected one of God, selected by God. And every man selected by God has a lot of pressures, a lot to deal with, a lot to deal with. You know, some that will tell you some of the pressures I go through. And you'll be so shocked you listen to me talk to you like this. Meanwhile, God is transforming a lot of things. I give him time and I look up to him. Pressures produced Ishmael. Ishmael was never in God's agenda. In Genesis chapter 16, where I just read from verse 1 to 4, Ishmael came as a product of pressures on the, on, on the life of Sarai. Pressures can be so horrible. But the miracle will be so wonderful. Just wait on God. Please listen to me. Wait on God. There are a few observations I'd like you to know. Number one is that when you wait on God, your life may look like it's stagnant, but things are changing on the background. Wait on God. There is a process for every one of us, and that process includes pressures. So you are actually going through your own process now. In Matthew chapter 4, verse number 3, Bible says after Jesus has fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights without food, the devil came and spoke to him and said, Turn these stones to bread if you be the Son of God. He had that ability, but he refused. True maturity and trust in the Lord is manifested in our ability to refuse to turn our stones to bread at the command of the devil. Pay your own price. Pay your own price. In Philippians chapter 2, verse number 7 to 9, Bible says Jesus had the nature of God, but he found it not robbery to equal himself with God. Humbled himself to the cross, and so God highly exalted him and has given him a name above every other name that at the mention of that name, every name bows and every tongue confesses. Of the things that are in heaven, on the earth, or in the waters beneath the earth. To the glory of God the Father. Your life is to glorify God. You are a steward of your life. God is the honor. Don't love your life more than God does. I don't think you love you more than God does. I know how much God loves you. I know. Sometimes, deny the pressures of popular opinions and stand for God. It doesn't matter how long you're standing for God. Just stand for Him. There is a timing and He will get you there in Jesus' name. I'd like you to know that pressure is the fiery furnace in which God purges Christian character. 
God takes out our Christian character from the place of pressure. Like I spoke in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. The Bible says if we faint in the days of adversity that our strength is small, God increases our strength when we go through diverse adversities. What are some of the types of pressures that most people go through? In Genesis 19 verse 9, we have what we call the pressures of popular opinions. Popular opinions. Refuse popular opinions and stand for God. Bible says in verse 9 and said, And they said, Stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will he will needs be a judge now will we do will we deal worse with thee than with them and they pressed so upon the man even lord and came near to break the door talking about when the angels went to sodom and gomorrah to destroy it refuse popular opinions the pressures of life include the pressures of popular opinion the second type of pressures that every one of us goes through which i know you're going through also is the pressure of time and uncomfortable circumstances the pressure of time and circumstances that do not look comfortable to us at all you know time brings it on its wings its own miracles its own pressures its own pains but I'd like you to understand that the pressure of time and uncomfortable situations can make us manifest things that we did not intend to. Bible says in Acts chapter 27 verse 9 that now when much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. Learn to admonish yourself. In 2 Samuel chapter 30, verse number 6, the Bible says, And David encouraged himself in the Lord. Learn to encourage yourself. Speak encouraging words to yourself. And you'll be so amazed what God will do. In the name of Jesus. We have sexual pressures. We have marital pressures. We have pressures of success. We have the pressures of human recognition. We have the pressures of infirmities. Sometimes until the pressures of life have pushed your back to the ground. There are dimensions of God that can remain unrevealed to you. I believe that everything that is happening is because God has something he has to manifest. And I'm so strongly standing behind you. This 15-minute record I'm doing is because I believe that it's a message for you this Sunday. And I know after listening to it, you can be free to ask me any question and I'll be available to talk with you. Listen to me. I have decided that I will see to the last drop of my blood what God has in store with you. And I'm standing by you in prayer. I'm standing by you in the name of Jesus. You are not alone. You're never alone. I tell you this and tell you often, you are not alone. Now, how do we deal with pressures? Number one, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 3. Rely on the Holy Spirit. When the pains surface, rely on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Be drunk with Him. Be drunk with the Holy Ghost. Be drunk with Him. Rely on His leading. He is my greatest secret. Rely on Him. Sometimes when I come back home and the pressures are there, I just talk to Him as a precious Holy Spirit. You know, I did not create this body, you know. I, I, I did not. I did not. You know how I was conceived and you know all of this. Please help me. Help me. Help me. Sometimes tears will come down. Help me. God only helps men that are weak and broken by Him. The second way to deal with it 
is to look up to Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2, Bible says, Looking unto Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Everybody has a cross. Despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Don't faint. I pray that God will give you grace. You won't faint in the name of Jesus. You shall come out like a refiner's iron, so refined. And nobody will believe that God has been working the process with you all this while. In the name of Jesus. Verse 4 says, You have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. And you have forgotten. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. He said, My son, despise not that the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loved, he chastised, chastised it, or he chastened, he chastened it, and scourged every son whom he received. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chastened not? Mm. Oh God. I'm, I'm not saying that all of this going through, you're going through is from the Lord. What I'm saying is that the Lord is with you. And he will take you through. I'm praying for you. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Jesus loves you. I love you. And I want you to know God loves you more. And God cares about you. And God wants the best from you. Oh God. Be strong. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.